Welcome to the Daily Dharma, a podcast where we draw inspiration from Buddhist philosophy on how to fix and better our lives. Join us as we dig through the archives of Buddhist texts, great teachers, and real life to grab an extra hit of wisdom to lift us up from the daily grind and find much needed peace. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Dharma. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how we can bring our own life into greater focus. And the story that we'll be exploring this concept is called Chen's Mountain Flowers, and it comes from China in the 79th century. The story is taken from the book The Hidden Lamp, stories from 25 centuries of awakened women, edited by Florence Kaplow and Susan Moon. Here is how the story goes. Chen was a devoted laywoman who traveled far and wide, visiting famous Buddhist Zen masters in order to hear their insights about the world. After many years of traveling, learning, and reflecting, she herself realized enlightenment And inspired by this, she composed the following verse. Up on the high slopes, I see only old woodcutters. Everyone has the spirit of the knife and the axe. How can they see the mountain flowers reflected in the water? Glorious and read. The first time that I read this verse, I was quite puzzled. What is wrong with woodcutters cutting wood? Isn't that what they're supposed to do? Isn't that what has been trained in them from a very young age to wield the knife, to wield the axe, to gather the fuel, to always keep in mind the importance of surviving, of having enough for the winter, and to repeat this cycle every season so they and their families can survive. But after I realized and reflected on that, I thought, oh, wait a second. That's not so different from everyday life. In becoming so focused on our survival, often through necessity, because we need to devote every ounce of cell power we have towards survival in order to get through the day. And also in the tools that we use, we start to become defined by our drive for survival until many, many years later, sometimes even after we don't have to focus only on survival to exist. It has become our whole identity It's also very interesting how she reflects on the spirit of the knife and the axe. In trying to survive, we use many tools. In the modern age, it could be our smartphone, it could be your computer, meant to organize information, gather information, create new content and information. And these tools, in turn, very much shape 
how we see ourselves and how we process the world. So in the same way, the woodcutter is living life in the same manner of an axe and a knife, cutting and gathering, cutting and gathering. Smartphones and computers, as our primary tools, can also teach us to capture, organize, and gather, and archive, capture, organize, gather, and archive. And I mean, I certainly see that pattern within my own brain. I've become a hoarder of information. I take pictures of things I almost never certainly need to. And it's almost because having the phone and the computer has instilled this almost never-ending sense of FOMO that if I don't take it, if I don't snap it, I'm going to miss it. And then I'm going to see it on the internet and think, oh, I should have taken that picture. I could have taken that picture. But of course, when all we can do and all we choose to do is focus on our survival and the tools that drive that survival, we become like the old woodcutters in the hills who are unable to see the beautiful life in the mountain flowers reflected in the water right in front of them. This is kind of similar to the expression of stopping to smell the flowers, except in this verse, Jen is really talking about how the potential for greater joy, greater calm, and greater happiness is right there. It's right there in front of the woodcutters. This is in front of them. And yet, because they are completely blinded by their need and their drive for survival, despite having more than enough to survive, they cannot see it. And of course, this is hard. But just because we are consumed by survival doesn't mean we can't have even 1% of ourselves devoted to our peace. We can't slow 1% of ourselves down in order to focus on our happiness, our joy, the feelings that are stirring within us, the changes, the patterns, the trends that are happening around us. Similar to the mountain flowers that are there, that bloom in the mountain, so does life within us and around us. And if we never stop to actually think and reflect and see this, we can become completely consumed and wrapped up in the identity of survival and in the tools of survival, which unfortunately is a huge shame because we then never really realize the full potential and see the full picture of the lives that we're living. Remember, this verse is telling us that the woodcutters don't see themselves being the woodcutters. It's Chen on the lower slopes, not among the woodcutters, who's actually put in a great amount of labor and distance to gain that perspective, who can see the woodcutters, what they're doing, 
and then also see the flowers. And in a similar way, when we are becoming more like the woodcutter and we sense that, we have to make certain uncomfortable changes, whether that's taking 10 minutes off of work or taking a different route home or just canceling a plan just so we can sit with ourselves and create that much needed silence. We have to do something different in order to create that distance from our regular everyday routine to gain that perspective like Chen, to see what it is that's actually happening within us, that's actually happening and unfolding within our lives. And when we see that, that is the beginning of awareness. And with that awareness comes the potential to understand ourselves and the universe as Chen deftly reflects in this verse. But without this awareness, without this perspective, all we'll be is just those woodcutters chopping and chopping away, trying so desperately to survive, but never able to appreciate the beauty of the mountain flowers right in front of them. So the next time you feel that life is just too busy and too overwhelming, remember, you don't want to be like the woodcutters. Take that moment to separate yourself from your daily habits, your daily stress, whether that's changing a physical routine, changing the way that you're thinking about something, or even changing the way you're speaking about something. Take a different route. Create some distance from those daily routines and the daily habits for survival. And then allow yourself to actually observe and gain that perspective in order to welcome the awareness of how you're actually doing and to be able to appreciate life by seeing it for what it is to the fullest. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. I hope you have a wonderful, beautiful, and joyful week ahead of you. Until next week.